We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Dan Weederer, on-air contributor for 670 The Score. You're going to be relying on a lot of young players, guys that have to materialize into who they thought they were. The Bears are who we thought they were. When either they drafted them or guys that they believe in that were already here, that's guys like Justin Fields. Bears beat reporter and enterprise writer for the Chicago Tribune. Matt has pounded it home from the day he took the job with the HITS principle and the acronym there and just saying repeatedly, we are going to be an effort-based football team. Dan Weederer. Get your track shoes on. With Bernstein and Holmes on 670 The Score. You better believe it, and Dan Weederer has some stuff for you as it pertains to Justin Fields. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Dan had to go. He had to go because he's trying to beat a storm, and he and young Jason Bernstein are off to Bucknell, which is in the middle of nowhere. So Dan's gone. He's not coming back until Monday. Tomorrow, Layla and I will hang out, but today is just you and I. And now we go down to the combine, our buddy Dan Weederer, who joins us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Dan, thanks for joining me. I love the piece in today's Tribune, considering all the people that you talk to, and I want to get to that in a moment, but but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what has been the talk of the, the combine once we saw what went on with Jalen Carter? Yeah, Lawrence, I mean, obviously it's a, a very messy and evolving situation that everyone has to get their arms fully around. The draft obviously is about seven, eight weeks away, and, and teams are going to have to do every last bit of homework to figure out what their feelings are. We all know who Jalen Carter is as a football player, how dominant he can be on a defensive line, but this is so much deeper, so much more involved, so much more complex now. And so if you're the Bears, it, it changes things for you. And Ryan Poles was very upfront the other day and saying, look, there are going to be curveballs here, free agency in the draft in the next two months that I've got to be ready for. This is obviously a, a big Kerry Wood-style curveball from 1998 here that, that was thrown into the mix this week. Yeah, it was. And, and I wonder how much it, it changes the board. And one of the things that, that I wanted to talk about today was the I think we're going to find out some stuff, like from a, a flexibility standpoint, with polls and how he handles this and what it looks like as far as trade opportunities for the Bears. Because obviously, Dan, we're we're looking at this and saying if the, the Bears were to trade down the four, then they would have whoever Arizona decided they didn't want between Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. Not knowing what Carter's status is kind of changes the way that everyone's board looks. There's no question about it, right? There's absolutely no question about that. And so now you've got this this stretch here of the next, you know, month and a half, two months for everyone to try to 
figure out where their comfort level is with this situation. The Bears included, even before this came out this week, Lawrence, I had a lot of uh, folks that I trust say, look, like if, if you're looking for maximum upside as a football player, Jalen Carter is the guy you're going to swing at. If you're looking for a sure thing, Will Anderson is the guy that the Bears should hope to get their arms around. And then talking to Will Anderson a little bit uh, yesterday, you can feel the fit for what they're trying to build inside Hallis Hall in terms of the passion he has for the game, the way he goes about things. If, you know, Matt Eberflus saying the other day that, you know, the way we do things isn't for everybody. Well, Will Anderson's coming from a program that Nick Saban ran, right? So he, he understands what high standards are. Uh, he understands how to, how to push himself, how to, to be a, um, you know, tone-setting leader. And so you look at that and you go, okay, well, now as you, you try to get your arms around this other messy situation, at least you know that there's another guy there that could help you in a major way at a position of need that you would feel really good about and has far, far fewer question marks. The things that I've read about this draft is that it's top-heavy, especially with the quarterback talent. But I've also heard that the first 50 picks outside of the quarterbacks, that there isn't a lot of uh, space between a, a prospect that gets drafted at 10 and maybe a prospect that gets drafted at 25. What are people telling you about this draft and and how many difference makers do you think are in the first 50 picks? Yeah, so Lawrence, a lot of people believe that like day two and the very early portion of day three is where we're going to look back five years and go, wow, there was a lot of value to be had in that range. And the one team that comes up consistently in that conversation is the Detroit Lions. I think they have four picks in the top 60, right? And so you're talking about two first rounders for them, uh, a finishing stretch to last season where they won eight of 10 on the way out the door. Now look like the team, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't wind up back in green Bay, that's going to be the favorite to, 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 to go into the 2023 season uh, as the team that people expect to, to take the North uh, <laughs> shameless plug there. Um, but like, that's, that's really interesting within the bears division that you've got that. And just to your point, like that day two area of the draft seems like a real sweet spot and the bears giving up that, you know, number 32 overall pick for, for chase Claypool leaves them with a big gap between where they have, you know, number one, obviously, and then where, where they next pick. And so that's why a trade back would be so ideal for Ryan and company at house hall, because you hope to add picks in that range. And ideally, add picks you know in 2024 that then gives you some of that flexibility and ammunition to do some big things were you satisfied with what polls had to say about the claypool acquisition there at the combine um i'm not satisfied with anything in, on the chase claypool situation yet right like I, I i need to get into november and get a feel for what the production looks like on game days and we all know that you know his his abbreviated first little run in Chicago was interrupted by his own injuries, by Justin's injuries. There wasn't any opportunity to build momentum. That's a, a, a really big see it to believe it scenario for me. And so I, I can't really be satisfied until I see game production from a guy that they invested a lot in. You can check Dan out with David Hall and take the North podcast. As he mentioned, you can also read his work in the Tribune like today, an excellent piece on Justin Fields. I mean, there's so much stuff to get into here with you. I First, let me ask you, just from putting it together, what made you want to kind of survey the league about the quarterback? Well, just because, Lawrence, you know that the conversation that has been had in Chicago through the 2022 season suddenly mushroomed into a league-wide discussion as soon as the rest of the league stopped playing, right? And every day you turn on some channel somewhere and Justin Fields name is on the TV screen and they're debating 
you know, whether the Bears should keep him, trade him, if he's a long-term answer, you know, what are his flaws, what are his greatest strengths? And so, um, you know, I started kind of gathering on this back in January and, and then obviously had a, an opportunity here to get with a lot more people and put some finishing touches on some stuff. But there's just a, a, um, a fascination, I think, league-wide on who Justin is now, who, can, who he can potentially become, and what it means for the overall direction of the Chicago Bears. And I'll say that my biggest takeaway, Lawrence, that's really notable to me is that there, there's, there's really nothing that the Bears believe in with Justin that the rest of the league doesn't see. And vice versa, there's nothing that the league points out as, as flaws or areas of concern that the Bears don't readily own, acknowledge, and that Justin himself doesn't readily own and acknowledge. And so it, you see this kind of consensus on who he is now and who he can become. And that's kind of cool because it just tells you that, that you don't have any sort of blind spots inside the building at Hallis Hall or biases that, that kind of cloud your view of things. And so I think it was really neat to, to see that a lot of the league's view of Justin matches up with exactly how they see him inside the building. What were the words that people in front offices and coaches that you talked to used to describe Justin Fields? Well, look, I mean, like <laughs> electric, you know, terrifying, like the, 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 the praise that you hear is, man, like you don't want to play him. You don't want to prepare for him. It's a real headache trying to figure out how you're going to account for just how explosive he can be in one moment. You know, you've got third and long and you're like, all right, we're getting the ball back here. And the next thing you know, Justin's in the end zone dancing. Right. And like people see that and they're like, man, this is a different animal here. At the same time, you hear from, from folks who have studied him, played against him, prepared for him and said, look, life gets a lot more difficult for him if you're able to devise something where he's inside the pocket. And we saw that down the stretch of the season. Like, the, you know, obviously there was weather involved on Christmas Eve against the Bills, but I think he had like, you know, 12 yards rushing and 119 yards passing. They shut him down. The next week, the Bears go to Detroit, and Justin has one of his worst performances of the season. And so you started to get answers in the league. I'm like, okay, here's how we can play this chess game against the Bears and Justin Fields. And now it's the Bears' move next. And Justin's moved next to respond to that. And some of that falls directly on the shoulders of not only your quarterback, but now your general manager to be like, okay, we see now how teams are going to shut us down. Now we've got to go find answers. We've got to find help. We've got to find support for Justin that, that allows him to take that next big leap, right? Like we're, we're in a state here in 2023 where it has to be a big leap in Justin's development for them to get to this point next year and go, yep, we're ready to, to start thinking about a, a long-term nine-figure extension. How important was that game in Foxborough in changing the perception even inside of Hallis Hall of what the Bears had in their quarterback? I think what it was, Lawrence, is it was an opportunity for them to kind of pump a fist and take a deep breath, right? And feel like, okay, you know, we all know how painful those first five, six weeks of the season were and just how difficult it was for them to get anything going offensively. And so we talked about it, that mini buy, you know, it's been. Uh, overemphasized at times, but there was significance in there in their ability to unlock things for Justin that allowed him, in Luke Getze's words, to to be more confident, to play with more freedom, to just sort of get that ball rolling in the right direction. And like I say, it was like, you know, okay, you got that fist pump, you got that exhale, and it's like, okay, let's get back to work now in trying to unlock the other things that you're going to need to do to be a high-level offense and a high-level quarterback. But, it, you know, you know what that stretch that followed that game in Foxborough was. It was the the adrenaline rush, you know, for 21 days that just felt like, okay, there is something real here, and now we've got to figure out how to elevate it to the next level. Yeah, and, and, and that becomes uh, the, the, the problem for Luke Getze and obviously for Justin Fields to get on the same page and, and grow, and, of course, Ryan Poles in trying to get him the things that he needs. 
to to go back and you should read the piece by the way today in the Chicago Tribune. Dan Wiederer does an exhaustive talk with people around the NFL talking about Justin Fields and what he is and what he can be. From the press conference that Polls had a, a couple days ago down there, I was a little bit surprised to tell you the truth how open he was. And and maybe that's just you know PTSD from dealing with Ryan Pace. I felt like Polls was pretty open with the idea of of obviously we're looking at the getting value from that number one pick. Yeah, look, I, I think when you talk to people down here and just kind of observe it yourself, like Ryan Poles is operating with a, a heightened sense of comfort and confidence in his role right now. Like he, he knows what this offseason is and how landmark it could be for the Chicago Bears if he plays his card rights and makes the right moves. And so he just like there's just a command to to where he's at and what he wants to do. Now, look, so much of this hinges on what other teams want. And right now there doesn't feel like there's this, this growing momentum, and you know how this can change over the next month and a half, that, that, that there are these guys at the top of the board that, say, the, the Texans or the Colts or even the Panthers down at nine are ready to just you know get out the wallet and pay whatever you're asking them to go get. And so that's something that Ryan just – he doesn't have control over. Right? He's got to keep a, his fingers on the pulse of that, but he understands that it's not fully in his control. And so you, know, you, you have best-case scenarios and you have dreams, and then you have to realize that some of those things may not come to fruition – and it's out of your control, so you got to be ready with contingency plans and, and alternate paths to go down so that you do walk into OTAs in May and go, okay, we maximized everything that we had at our disposal for this, again, this, this landmark offseason. Now that you're around all of the NFL people, Dan, what are they saying about the quarterback class? And is there significant enough buzz about the, the four quarterbacks at the top of it that the Bears could find themselves in a great position to trade even with the Jalen Carter news? I think there's some, I guess I'll call it frustration league-wide that Bryce Young isn't three inches taller and 30 pounds heavier. I think that people believe that who he is as a quarterback is absolutely every single thing you want from that position. And it's like, man, we just can't get past the idea that this guy's going to have to withstand 17 games for a long period of time in the NFL taking a beating, right? Being basically, you know, my size, maybe a little shorter. And I know I wouldn't withstand that beating very much, but like you hear the, the, the assessments of his game and how widely lauded his composure is and how chill he is inside the pocket. And like, if you could take the way Bryce Young sees the field and processes and reacts and makes right decisions and put that in Justin Fields' body or take you know, Justin Fields' electric speed and, and his strength and, and, and pair it with Bryce Young's processing speed, you'd have a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and so, that, like, I go back to it, it's like the frustration where, where the, especially these quarterback needy teams are like, man, it's just really hard to get past the size. And so now you have to say, okay, how does he stack up against Levis and Stroud and, and Anthony Richardson and, and figure out how comfortable we are letting the board come to us versus us going to the board? What are the, the things that you want to find out before you leave Indy? Look, I, I, it's been a really good week so far, and there's a juice down here. And I, I've said this a, a couple times this week that the Combine, Lawrence, is like it's like Las Vegas. You can do it 30 different ways, and all 30 different ways are right. You know, And so like, you just have to come down here with a feeling like, okay, here's four main boxes I want to check, and then like, just be open to being surprised at an interaction, at a conversation, like finding people around. I think that the next step for us is just kind of getting a better feel for what the Bears might do 
with their next step, which is in free agency, which the negotiating window now, March 13th, that's just around the corner here. What are they going to do? And I think there's a sense kind of when you, when you feel out some people that are going to have free agents in this flea market in a couple of weeks that, that Ryan is stressing his need again, to be disciplined, that, that, that look like he wants to make a splash in free agency, but he doesn't want to come out on day one and overspend just so that there are headlines in the Chicago Tribune and that there are six hours of, of you know, programmable talk on WSCR. Like he knows that, that, that there may be frustration in that first wave where people are going to be like, all they've done is signed a, you know, a backup linebacker. And it's like, okay, well, we also have to be very patient and understand that we're trying to build a sustainable winning program for five and six years down the road. And that doesn't always equate to the things that are going to excite media and fans in that first wave of free agency. So I guess that's just my way of saying like, we're all going to have to pump the brakes March 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th. If the splash isn't as big as a lot of people want it, because Ryan knows that there's, there's bigger uh, puzzles to put together here. Yeah. And, and that the free agency class, I think that you can find quality players, but this isn't one of those you're waiting at someone's doorstep at midnight to, to sign them to a deal. No, it's not a great free agency class. And so, um, that's fine, right? Like you just play the board, you know, and then you have to figure out, okay, like we can, nobody said we've got to use all these resources in, in 2023. We can save some of this for 2024. We can save this for some guys that we hope make the next step in their emergence and then hopefully merit being paid because that's the, the long-term way to build a sustainable winning, winning team in the NFL is to make sure that you draft, develop, and then get guys to a second contract. One of the most frustrating things that Bears fans have had to live with is, you know, not having first round picks in certain years and then getting first round picks that don't get signed to a second contract, you know? And so that's why we are where we are right now with a 14 loss team. That's got, you know, 150 holes that it's got to plug and now has to, to, to maximize what it has at its disposal here in the next, you know, two months. Dan, I appreciate you jumping on. The piece is fantastic in the Tribune. You need to check it out. Dan Weeder, we're talking to the entire NFL about Justin Fields and getting some incredible feedback. So go to the Chicago Tribune, pick up a paper, go to chicagosports.com and check it out. And, and Dan, I appreciate you jumping on with me. Yeah, no problem. Always good chatting. That is Dan Weederer. He of the Take the North podcast that you can hear. He's one of our experts and obviously of the Chicago Tribune, which is where you can find the piece on Justin Fields. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.